Hello folks, this is Joe Wright for the Wright What If podcast. Today is my first episode of this podcast. I'll be doing this throughout the coronavirus sports hiatus to talk about and do simulations of the different sports that have been, we've been missed, we will be missing over the next couple of months. The one big thing I'm doing to start this podcast is a simulation of the NCAA men's basketball tournament which was canceled on Thursday last week because of the coronavirus COVID-19 concerns. This will be something that all will sim via site called What If Sports and also NCAA Game Sim. I will use those two sites in conjunction in order to do a simulation of the tournament and do one sim for each game of the tournament, 67 games, which will... As al- which would have already started with the first four on Tuesday night, March 17th, which was canceled. But I will do try to do an episode for each round of the tournament and also to d- divide it by region so that you can consume it in a shorter fashion. I'm going to reveal the bracket right now for the, the mock NCAA tournament 2020. Here with the Midwest region, we'll start with that. In Omaha, Kansas Jayhawks, number one seed. They will face the number 16 seed in a in the first four game. North Carolina Central University versus or Robert Morris University. In this game, they will play the eight seed LSU Tigers, who will play Rutgers, the nine seed, who has not been to the NCAA tournament. Since 1991, this is a huge moment for the Scarlet Knights. You had a great season, and this will be a great tournament, hopefully. Maybe if they could beat LSU, they'll get a matchup in um, close by Omaha against number one Kansas, most likely. Next up, number five seed, the BYU Cougars. They will face the 12 seed in the first four, either Wichita State's Shockers, or UCLA's Bruins, who go to Dayton, then Tampa, to play BYU in a Thursday-Saturday matchup. The winner of that will play the number 4 seed, Kentucky, or the number 13 seed, the Akron Zips. That will be a great matchup between the SEC and the MAC. Next up, Auburn. They will be the sixth seed in the Midwest region. Bruce Pearl had a great team this year, and they will face the Cincinnati Bearcats, the number 11 seed in the Midwest region. The number three seed, this is all in Cleveland, this pod, the Michigan State Spartans. Tom Izzo with another great team, and he's been led by Cassius Winston, and this year he will face they will face the number fourteen seed, the UC Irvine. Next up, the number seven seed, the Arizona Wildcats, and they will face the number ten seed Utah State Aggies, who won the Mountain West Conference with Sam Merrill's last second buzzer beating shot on Saturday last Saturday in March against San Diego State, giving them only their second loss of the season. The winner of that will play the number two seed, 
the Villanova Wildcats, led by Jay Wright and his group out of Philadelphia. And they will be a very well put together opponent as they face the number 15 seed, the champion of the Big South, Winthrop University. The Eagles, led by Pat Kelsey, won the Big South title in Rock Hill, and they will be back in the tournament for the first time in three years. The Midwest region looks to be a very fun region to watch. And Kansas is the favorite, but a lot of things could happen. There could be some big upsets sprung in this region with all the good teams included. Now, we will take a break and talk now about the East region. The East region is a well-put-together region, which will be the number one seed, the Dayton Flyers, led by Obi Toppin and coach Anthony Grant. The Flyers had a dream season, which was derailed by the cancellation of the tournament. But in this simulation, we'll see how far they can make it. They will face the number 16 seed, the Boston University Terriers. Boston University won at Colgate on Wednesday night in the last championship to be decided before the college basketball shut down because of the coronavirus fears. Now Boston will get the chance to play Giant Slayer in Cleveland against Dayton. The eighth seed in the East Region, the Illinois Fighting Illini. They had a resurgence season this year, and they'll face a team that struggled through much of the early season, losing games to College of Charleston, Long Beach State, and others, Providence, as the surprising nine seed in their region. The East Region continues with number five seed, Penn State, led by Patrick Chambers. He, he has had a great season in State College. And they will face the 12th seed Liberty Flames out of Lynchburg, Virginia. Liberty, at a 31 season, won the Atlantic Sun. And they will be the pick to bust any bracket. One of the biggest picks. Number four seed in this region. The Oregon Ducks. Oregon led by Peyton Pritchard. One of the top players in the country. And he... He and his Ducks will face the 13 seed, New Mexico State Aggies. New Mexico State has been a very good team in the WAC for the last few seasons, and they will face a tough opponent in Oregon. But as you all know, if you follow college basketball, New Mexico State basically dominates the WAC and almost annually in the tournament. The number six seed in this region is the Michigan Wolverines, led by first-year coach Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard has got his team rolling this year at the start, but I mean, they struggled in the Big Ten, but it's always been the Big Ten is one of the most powerful regions, most powerful conferences in college basketball ever, especially this year. They will face the first four matchup of Richmond Spiders, or North Carolina State, the Wolfpack. This matchup will be determined who will face the number three seed, Duke. Duke with coach Mike Krzyzewski. He will be in Greensboro again, even after the tough loss to Stephen F. Austin, and more often, 
a good season in the ACC. They didn't get to fill their AC, get to complete it and go to the ACC title game, but in this simulation, they will. They will face the 14th seed in the East, North Texas. North Texas from Conference USA. They won the regular season title in the league, and they look to be to spring a big upset in March. The defending national champions, Virginia Cavaliers. They will be the number seven seed in the East region. They will face number 10 seed, University of Southern California, USC's Trojans, led by Andy Enfield. Virginia and USC. You know Virginia is very has a very poor offense. I mean, they average about 50 or 55 points a game, but they could turn it on on the defensive end. This will be a good matchup. In Tampa, number two seed, Florida State Seminoles. They won the ACC regular season title and were given the tournament title as the ACC tournament was canceled. But in the tournament, you don't know what how far they can make it. The number 15 seed in this region is the Eastern Washington Eagles. Eastern Washington, champions of the big sky. They didn't get to win their conference tournament because it was canceled, but Eastern Washington has been a perennial power in the big sky. So two regions down, two to go. In this podcast, I will talk about out-of-the-park baseball your simulation of the 2020 Major League Baseball season. But that is for later. Because opening day doesn't start till March. It's not till next week. But I will do a NCAA tournament simulation in the meantime. Now, let's talk about the West region. The West region, number one seed, getting to play in their hometown of Spokane is the Gonzaga's Bulldogs. Gonzaga, a perennial NCAA tournament team, this year might have had their best team ever, and they would have had the opportunity to play in a home regional, basically, only a few minutes from their campus. And the advantage of that is to play the number 16 seed, Northern Kentucky, led by former South Carolina basketball coach Darren Horn. They were the second seed in the Horizon Conference Tournament and won it. Northern Kentucky is... Gave Kentucky a tough game in the NCAA a couple years ago and made it against Texas Tech, too, last year. So they have become a very well popular and well-known opponent in the NCAAs. Coming up, the number eight seed, Marquette Golden Eagles. Marquette led by the leading scorer in the country, Marcus Howard. They will face the number nine seed, Arizona State Stun Devils. Led by Bobby Hurley, they finally get out of the play-in in the first four and will face a formidable Marquette team. Number five seed, Iowa's Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes led by Fran McCaffrey. He will, and he will face the number 12 seed out of the Ivy League, Yale. Yale, who had their conference tournament canceled first, out of all the conference tournaments on Tuesday, before, as the Ivy League decided to do it preemptively. But Yale has had a very good team over the past few seasons. James Jones is a really good coach, and they could pull a shocker here. 
They beat Baylor three years in 2016 in the tournament as a 12 seed against a 5. So, can they do it again? Number four seed, Ohio State Buckeyes. The Buckeyes are, with Chris Holtman, the coach, has been a very good NCAA opponent over the last few years. They will face the 13 seed, Vermont. Vermont has been a powerful opponent in the America East and they won the conference this year and were the heavy favorites to win the conference tournament. They didn't get to complete it, but Vermont has very good fan base and they will travel almost anywhere to watch their Catamounts play. Number six seed, Laval Jordan and the Butler Bulldogs. Butler has been good in the Big East for the past few seasons and they will face the defending national runners-up, Texas Tech, the number 11 seed. They struggled this year in the tournament and had a tough time to get in. But it changed in the Big 12, beating some tough opponents, and they will improve, and hopefully they can get a win in this simulation. The number 3 seed they will face is Maryland's Terrapins. Maryland led by Mark Turgeon. Mark Turgeon, one of the top coaches in sport, and he will face the defending Missouri Valley Conference champions, the Bradley Braves, who shocked everybody as a 14 seed after Northern Iowa was beaten by the eighth seeded Drake in the first in the quarterfinals of that conference's tournament. Bradley back in the tournament again, second straight year. Houston Cougars, seven seed Kelvin Sampson. They had a tough ending a couple years ago in the tournament, losing to Michigan. They actually, it was last year, actually. But they hope to bounce back from that. Number 10 seed, Oklahoma. Oklahoma had a, another, that'll be a good matchup to watch. Houston and Oklahoma. They played in football earlier this year in fall 2019. Now they will play on the basketball court in the, in the NCAA. Number 2 seed, this is in Sacramento. San Diego State. Most people thought they'd be a number one seed to end the season. But actually, since they lost that game to Utah State in the finals in the Mountain West tournament, they did not get the number two, the number one, but they would get the two seed in the West region. The West region will be a, a very powerful, tough region as they will face, not forgotten, the 15 seed Little Rock out of the Sun Belt. Little Rock was the number one team in that conference and had a surprising year. Picked very low in that league, but they won it by a couple of games and very good to see that out of that program. One more region to go. The South region. Baylor, number one seed. Scott Drew. What a great year for him. They lost the first game of the year to Washington, but he had almost very few other games than that. And Baylor in St. Louis, they will have an advantage. They will face the 16 seed first four matchup, either Siena Saints or Prairie View A&M. Siena out of the MAC, Prairie View A&M out of the SWAC. So that'll be a matchup, Siena 
has been very good team over the last couple years. Jalen Pickett led their resurgence, and Carmen Macchiarello, their coach, and Prairie View A&M, they won their conference last year, made it to the first four, but didn't win. So they hope to play and make it into the first round. The eighth seed, Colorado's Buffaloes. They were more likely a four or five seed if the season had ended in February. But they lost a few games in a row to end the season, so they're an eight seed. They will face the nine seed, Florida Gators. Florida, most people are expecting much more out of them. But they still get in the tournament and have a chance to make some noise. Number five seed in the South region, Wisconsin's Badgers. The Badgers had another kind of tough year to start, but losing to Richmond and New Mexico. But they pulled it together and had a big and had a very good season. They will face the upset-minded Stephen F. Austin, number 12 seed. They beat Duke this year. That was the most surprising win of the year, winning at Cameron Indoor Stadium. But they had a great year in the Southland, and that made sense. They are another big upset pick. Number 4 seed, Louisville. Louisville's Cardinals with Jordan Nora and Chris Mack as coach. They will face the 13 seed of Belmont. Not with Rick Bird, but with Casey Alexander as coach. The OVC ACC matchup for 13. That should be a good one. Number 6 seed in the South Region. Bob Huggins and his West Virginia Mountaineers. West Virginia. Country Roads. But they're defensive-minded, and they look to have a t- good chance to make it to the Sweet 16 or maybe farther. But they'll have a tough first-round matchup against, with them. Number 11 seed, East Tennessee State, the Buccaneers, out of the SoCon. East Tennessee State had a great year in that league. They, lost, they beat LSU early in the season but and won most of their conference games. But... How will they look in this tournament? They can make an upset and beat West Virginia. They can make it far. In Albany, New York, this is Seton Hall. The Pirates are the third seed. Seton Hall has had a very good season. And they will face a local matchup in the in the 14th seed. Two tri-state area teams, the Hofstra Pride. Winners of the CAA regular season and the CAA tournament. Coach Joe Mahalik looks to spring the upset with his senior-laden bunch. Eli Pemerson and Desiree Bowie, among others. Look for that as a tough possible upset pick. So we have now, we're down to one four-team set of teams. Number seven, St. Mary's. St. Mary's in the West Coast Conference. I mean... They've always had a very good program. I mean, they've been in the shadow of the Gonzaga, but look for them. They've always had a good team. They will face Indiana, the number 10 seed. Most people thought they didn't have the snuff early in the season to make it, but Indiana bounced back and won a bunch of games and got their self in the tournament. Number 2 seed, finally, Creighton Blue Jays. Creighton with Marcus Zignorowski and 
very good program in Omaha, they will face a relatively local opponent, North Dakota State, the 15 seed. North Dakota State has been a perennial NCAA t- tournament team, making it last year the 16 seed against Duke. So, we have our bracket. The bracket of integrity. But, 68, we'll start with the first four on the next episode of this podcast. And I will talk about each game and do a simulation of each. And then we will get to the round of 64 and I'll divide it by two regions each. We'll have the Midwest and East one day, first round, and West and South the the next day, second, first round. Then we'll do this full second round in one podcast. Then the Sweet 16, then Elite 8, Final 4, and the championship game. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of this podcast. I hope to do many more of these as as the spring goes along, as we're all quarantined. But hopefully we can get through this, flatten the curve. We want to see sports on our TVs and in the stands before long. This is what we need in to get through this. My name is Joe Wright. Have a good day. And we'll rather where this podcast has gone. See you all next time.